Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. Are you time wealthy? Today, I want to dive into this topic of time wealth. We hear a lot about financial wealth, monetary wealth, but there are so many different types of wealth and they all affect each other. We have financial wealth, we have energetic wealth, we have spiritual health, relational wealth, and time wealth. And since I'm a girl that's all about freedom, true freedom, freedom of your mind, freedom in your heart, freedom in your body, freedom to do what you want, when you want, freedom to say yes to the things that light you up. To me, that is time wealth. And I think at the at the end of the day, that's really why so many people are chasing the things of the world, <laughs> working so hard and chasing the money and saying no to things that matter because they're afraid that they will run out of time. They'll run out of money. And these two are so linked together. So before we dive into that, I just want to ask you, do you have the time to do the things you love with the people that matter most right now today? Let's do a little check-in on where your wealth account is when it comes to time if it's overflowing, or if you're bankrupt? Do you have the time to nourish your body on a daily basis, to activate your body and bring more life in? Or are you always running from behind, exhausted, tired, maybe even waking up tired and then tired halfway through the day, and you still are telling yourself you don't have time to nourish your body, to stop and eat, to go work out? Do you have the time to spend with your family, with the people that you love, to take your wife out for date nights, to spend weekends together doing fun things instead of more work, work, work? Do you have the time to cultivate deeper, more intimate relationships? Or are you also still caught up in this lie, this story that, well, we would, but you know, it's been so busy because we've got this going on and that going on. And, you know, just insert the excuse that is resonating with you right now. But do you have the time, wealth? to say yes to relationships in your life? Do you invest in them regularly? Do you have the time wealth, the freedom to just go play? And this is a big one. I want to talk about this for a sec because, you know, when we have time wealth, we have time to play without guilt, play without shame. We say yes to play because we know that play opens the door to inspiration. Play is the world of imagination. And the world of imagination is where innovation comes from. And usually because we have those pings of inspiration that come when we're tapped into the world of play. So do you have play in your life? Do you have time to discover, explore projects that light you up, opportunities to contribute in different ways 
other than your work, but really other ways that light you up, other ways that you're feeling called to? Do you have the time and the space and the freedom to explore? You know, we all have that adventurous spirit inside of us, and yet some of us haven't visited that that part of ourselves in years and years. We don't even know what that is anymore because we're time bankrupt. We don't have time to explore, to discover, to play, to just be curious. We're always in the energy of doing what's required, operating out of obligation, playing from behind. And so today I really want to just dive into this topic because I know that we can play in two totally different worlds when it comes to time. We can be operating from two totally, like completely different systems when it comes to time. We can have completely different relationships with time. So let's talk about why and how we become time bankrupt. How do we become so poor with time? Because, I mean, all you need to do is ask someone, hey, how are you doing today? And I guarantee you, most people will say, oh my gosh, I'm so busy. I'm falling behind. Like, this is the story that most people live in, play in, work in, operate from. Why do people get there? So, you know, first of all, I just want to say that time is a tool. Time is a tool and a resource that is given to us. And I really do fundamentally believe that we are meant to be good stewards of what is given to us. If time is a tool, then I am the tool master. Then I get to determine how I use that tool most effectively, most efficiently, so that I create the best possible outcome, right? So that I can build this thing that I'm being called to build. Yet I think a lot of people live inverted here and they start thinking that, well, they don't think, but time becomes the master. Time becomes the master of them. And now they have become their tool. Their mind, their body, their spirit is in service to the tool, to the resource, because we have bought this lie and this deception, this distortion. And I use those words all the time because a lot of the worldly principles, not the heavenly principles, the supernatural principles, but a lot of the principles and the programs that we have grown up with in this world of this world tell us that time is finite. We're running out of time. And if we don't hustle and we don't hurry, there's not going to be enough of it. It is a time frame, uh, a frame that is rooted in scarcity and lack and running out of. It's very constricting when we think about and operate and play from this place. We can literally feel like our mind shutting down, like the space, the capacity decrease, the the body gets tighter and tense as we start to panic a little bit, thinking, shit, I'm going to run out of time to do everything that's required. And so we start to become tools enslaved to this master called time. Instead of recognizing that time just is, like humans created this idea that time starts at a certain time and ends at a certain time, and we created the world clock, we created this idea of minutes and seconds. Nature does not have a sense of time. It has a sense of timing and seasons, right? Which is different But when we look at the way nature is created, I love to look at creation and study creation to study divine order, divine timing, that everything happens in a season for a reason, in the perfect order, at the perfect time. 
And we can relax in that knowing. So if I can recognize that that is sort of a universal law and a universal principle of how God has created this universe and this world, then I can understand that there is a universal principle, this this supernatural blueprint that says God creates in perfect time and perfect order, and he utilizes me as a vessel. He uses a utilizes you as a vessel to execute things, to deliver things, to bring things into the world, to birth new ideas, new programs, to serve at the perfect time, in the perfect order, when you're ready, according to his will. It's a totally different game board and a different reality than those of us who say, oh my gosh, I only have so much time. I have to make things happen. And we end up operating from a lot of this forced energy, this creating out of pressure that says, I have to do this now or else. And we are trying to push things out all the time. We're trying to make relationships work when it's not the season. We're trying to force things to happen when it's not the right timing. We are beating ourselves up because things are not producing fruits yet because it's not time for harvest yet. It's seed planting time. Do you get what I'm saying? And we don't have a relationship with God's timing. We don't have a relationship with the creator, right? And we're disconnected. And so here we are trying to play God to rule time. And the funny thing is the joke's on us because we are the ones that are being played. So I really believe that if we are serving time as the master, we think we're in charge, but this is like when you have a dog on a leash, right? If you need to walk your dog on a leash, because you're afraid that dog is going to run away from you, not listen to you. Who is the master of who? Who is the alpha in this situation? You think you're in control of the dog because you've got the dog on the leash, but you know if you let that dog off the leash, that dog is gone, right? So the joke's on us. The dog is the master. We're the ones being led around by the leash. And so it is with time. Oh, I love that visual. That was so fun. So my loves, when we are operating from that realm, we are literally not even recognizing that we are the ones that are enslaved to the worldly system. The operational energy there, the spirit that we're operating from is actually fear, fear of running out, fear of running out of time, right? Running out of opportunity. Oh my gosh, I have to capitalize on every single thing or else I'll miss out. God forbid God has something better for you around the corner. We are not in a state of trust. We're actually operating from fear, lack, scarcity, and massive disconnection and mistrust. Mistrust. And what I mean by that is we're not trusting the divine order of things. Like right now, I'm looking out over my backyard. There is so much lush green. There's flowers blooming. There's birds. There's squirrels. I'm seeing all kinds of life just sustaining, working together to support each other. And everyone and everything is just doing its own thing. And it's all working together in perfect order. But if I had had the idea that, oh my gosh, I have to go out and make every single thing happen, stay alive, work for it, like that is just going to drain my energy. I trust in the divine order and nature of things. So, you know, I want to really tap into this trust thing because when we don't trust time and we don't trust God's timing and we don't trust that order is happening behind the scenes. So like 
There's things happening behind the scenes right now, conversations happening, people being inspired, hearts moving. Like there's all kinds of connections being made, doors starting to open that you can't even see or fathom. There's all kinds of things happening behind the scenes that you cannot hear, touch, taste, smell, but there is an order happening anyways. And guess what? It doesn't require any of your involvement right now. And that's a beautiful thing. But if we don't get that, we don't trust that world exists, we can only, we're only trusting in what we can see, what we can do, and what we can affect. And that's a huge stopgap for people. That's a huge bottleneck. And that's what keeps us enslaved. And I will tell you that all of the strategies in the world, all of the high-performance tools, all of the tactics, all of the time-saving hacks that people learn and post on social media, and there's so many books about, they're all going to be useless if at the core you don't cultivate a different relationship with time and a different hierarchy of who serves who. Because again, we can implement those tools like time blocking. I'm just going to use that one as a simple one that I've taught for so many years. Um, But we can implement those tools and integrate them into our life if we have a core belief that they will work, that time will work for us, right? Otherwise, what happens is people create these blocks and then time opens up and then they just congest that time, that space with more crap that takes life away. And they still don't have time to work out. And they still don't have time to, you know, play with their kids or come home early for work. And they still don't have time to go on those vacations or explore those other projects because their time gets filled because they're still operating from the same operating system as before, which was lack, fear, and mistrust. Okay? But when we start to shift that operating system, when we start to shift our allegiance and say, ah, I'm shifting the order of service here. I serve the God who created time, space, order, like the God that created the universe. And time is a tool that is given to me, bestowed to me, a resource. And now I'm the master of that. And I get to choose how to invest. If you're an investor, those of you who are investors out there and you're listening, you know that when you invest money, you're thinking, okay, how do I get this money to start working for me? You're not investing money going, oh my gosh, I need to work for this money to be working for me. We're just saying, okay, I'm going to put this money here and allow it to do its thing. And I'm going to allow it to multiply and I'm going to keep an eye on it and move it accordingly, right? So it is with time. What works for us today in terms of how we orchestrate our days, our projects, our work week, like I always say to people, like we got to be tuning in, checking in with our investments and say, is this still the best return on my investment or is it time to switch up my morning routines, the way I do my workflow during the day, the way we structure our family time, like whatever it is, right? It's an investment that has to be revisited and readjusted according to the season, the divine timing, the divine order of things. I hope this resonates with you guys. And by the way, this was this was definitely my lesson. You know, I always joke because I'm a warrior at heart. I go to, like I like to fight things. People will say like, "Oh man, when she gets something in her mind, like she will not let it go." And and I go down with a fight. Sometimes God has to really bring me down to my knees and thank God I don't operate that way anymore. I'm sure I still do and I don't see it. But I remember when I went through a season of redefining my relationship with time, with money, time, energy, and the spirit. And, and, and time was a big one because I, I, 
felt that the Spirit of God was just telling me, Christine, it's time to be still, literally to sit and do nothing, no thing, like more rest, sleeping more. Like I started to sleep more, to rest more, to meditate more, to write more, just to be in quiet. And I resisted that so hard in the beginning because I had this visceral response, as we all will do when we're going through this upgrade, the mind and the body are used to an old operating system. They're used to a different normal, a familiar. And so when you're stepping in faith into this new place, it's going to be viscerally uncomfortable because it's like, my nervous system was addicted to going, 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 doing, doing, doing. And my mind had bought the deception for so long that if I wasn't making it happen, it was not going to happen. And I was going to lose. I was going to lose money, lose, lose out on opportunity. Like that sense of loss was so huge. And that's why I had to lean on the spirit of God to really give me the faith, the courage, the desire to relax in the knowing that everything was happening in divine order and divine timing. And this was a season for me to rest and restore and renew. And what was interesting was in that season, I spent about a month in Sedona and I rested copious amounts of rest, hikes, walks, writing, meditating, and whatever that season looks like for you, you know. It might be like changing up your routine at home today. I don't know. But for me in that season, in the very place where I was terrified of losing so much, God reorganized everything. And my income started to grow and multiply the more I played and rested. And and it's been really funny. It's kind of an inside joke with my husband and I that it's like every time I go on a trip and I play and I just totally forget about work stuff. And I'm in this energy of play and I'm just like, God, I'm doing what I love and I'm spending time with the spirit of God and I'm just there. Like I have my biggest breakthroughs in business all the time in those spaces. And it's funny because I always say to Mark, like, we need to go on more vacations, more trips, because I kid you not, every time, undeniably every time, something new opens up, a new opportunity, a new idea, something new gets created, a new client comes in. It's just so interesting to watch because it seems so backwards from the worldly ways, right? And yet it's so true. So my income grew. I redefined my relationship with time and I started to shift my whole schedule and my day so that now every morning till about 11 a.m., I spend the entire morning invested, invested in cultivating the relationship with God, with the spirit, with writing, reading, restoring my body, renewing my mind. And I invest my mornings heavily in my body, which is the vessel, right, that hosts a spirit. Because I know I can either be a vessel to host a spirit or a hostage, a hostage to the things that are life-sucking, Right. So I invest my mornings heavily in the things that bring life. And it is amazing that just by that investment throughout the day, when I do show up and I do work on projects or I show up with clients, it's like everything is multiplied. The presence, the power, the impact, the ripple effect, like in those moments where I'm really investing the time wisely. It's, and I still have to fight it sometimes because my brain's like, oh, you really need to go write or create that program. You've got this whole course to write or you've got this whole thing to do. But I know if I can just sit and be still, you know, in those moments of prayer, in those moments of meditation, 
I will tell you that every single course, every single program, workshop, retreat that I have created, without a doubt, has happened while I'm meditating, praying, or playing. Never while I'm just sitting at a desk. Usually what has happened for me is the creation process, the download, the inspiration, the innovation happens when I'm in that energy of play, of spending time with God, and I'm just allowing myself to receive his guidance, his leadership. And then when I sit down at a desk, I'm literally just organizing the information into a framework and typing out what was given to me. So it's an awesome way that we are co-creating and collaborating. And this is what I mean when I say that we get to start co-creating and collaborating with God. And this is also what I mean when I say time works for me, not against me. So you guys, today I'm in a place where my life is full of things I love. I have copious, copious amounts of time to invest in my body and to nourish my my body, to renew my mind, to spend time and walk with the Spirit. I have time to, I have time wealth for my clients so that I could show up fully present. I love the fact that I'm able to pray over every single client, whether it's a private call or a community call or a session. I pray over those people that are in my container every time. And I lean into the spirit to say, where does God lead me as I work with these people? I mean, having the time wealth to do that is so important to me. And the more I do it, the more wealth comes through. I have time in between serving my clients to show up for the integration process, right? I have time to explore other projects that are lighting me up that I feel God is calling me towards. There's a lot of writing happening in my life. I've mentioned that. There's a lot of co-creation and collaboration with the Holy Spirit right now. I'm so thrilled and I'm excited to see what God is doing. Um, I have no idea what this is going to look like, but I know there's a lot coming through right now. So I'm just capturing, I'm doing the podcast, I'm writing. I just felt like I needed to get this out and just be in this practice of co-creating and collaborating with God and really trusting the timing of all of this. And it's been so much fun. It's so life-giving. And and I have so much time to invest in my husband and my children and our children and what other things are lighting us up that we are creating together for the kingdom. That's why I call us, you know, we're kingdom builders. So you guys, I'm here to tell you, like, you can do so much more. You can allow so much more prosperity to flow in your life when you start operating from a time-wealth principle, the supernatural laws of time, timing, order, and provision versus being enslaved to the worldly laws of time, which will always entice you to think, well, once you do this, then you can have time freedom. Once you do this, then you can have that time. And you know that's a lie because you get it and you can't rest. You get it and there's always something else. So today I want to invite you Is it time to upgrade your definition of time? That's kind of funny. Sounds redundant. But it's time for an upgrade, my loves. Let's upgrade our definition of what time actually is, where time comes from. Let's cultivate a different relationship with timing and order and support. And I want to leave you with a couple verses and a couple affirmations that I speak out loud every day. But I love the book of Matthew. 
I go to the book of Matthew a lot. I love the parables in there. I love the way Jesus teaches through parables, through stories. And I find so much wisdom in the Word of God. And today I want to share from Matthew 6, 24. That states, No one can serve two masters. Either you will have you will hate one and love the other, or you will be voted to be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. And I invite you to insert in there, you cannot serve both God and time. God and other people. Like you have to get clear on the fact that, I, I mean, here he says money, but if we think about what time is, a lot of our stress, our anxiety, our restlessness, our unease around time is because we're afraid that if we are, we're going to run out of money. We're working so hard so we can make money. We're, we're doing things because we think we're going to run out of time and we won't have money when we retire, right? And a lot of this fear around money is also tied to time. So reminding you guys, we cannot serve two masters. We get to decide, am I going to serve the master of money and of time and the rules and the blueprints of this world? Or am I going to serve the God, the King of Kings who create all of this, who made these resources available? Because I tell you, when you operate from a place of prosperity and you operate from a place of abundance, abundance and prosperity come easily. That is a universal law because what I'm investing and multiplying, and now I am a multiplier of what already is instead of chasing, trying to find something that I'm not sure exists, right? You become a multiplier of what already is. And that is one of the things I always say is I am a multiplier. I am a wealth creator. I'm a kingdom builder. I'm a wealth multiplier. And I finally love this, Matthew eleven twenty eight. I'm going to leave you with this, is that we come, he says, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. And you guys, I want to ask right now, you know, so many of us are in this relationship with time where we feel time bankrupt, playing from behind. We are tired and we are burdened and we do not know where to go for rest. And I love the fact that Jesus says, you know, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So whenever I feel this like heavy backpack on my shoulders of responsibilities or pressure or time and I get all caught up in my head and I know I'm entrenched and entangled in the ways of the world, I bring that heaviness, those burdens, like a heavy backpack to the feet of Jesus. And I just dump it there and I just bring it to him and I just say, God, I am, my Lord, I am emptying this burden, this backpack of things that I've been carrying, this weight of everyone else and all this pressure. And I'm just going to leave it right here. One of the things I always say is I choose to pack light for this journey. I take only what's essential and God provides the rest. I pack light every day. I check in with my pack. Because if it's heavy and I'm burdened, it's going to weigh me down. It's going to slow me down. It's going to injure me. I must release and let go of the burdens. And the only way that I know how to do that sustainably is to bring those burdens to the feet of God, our Savior, lay them down, and move forward knowing I do not need to take all this crap with me from the past into the future. I do not need to have every single thing just in case. I do not need to control every aspect. The resources I require will be supplied in perfect order, in perfect time. And I will end with that.
is affirmations. I'm big on speaking affirmations and declarations into my life every day. And I just shared one with you. I'm going to share two of them before we jump off. The first one, you guys, I invite you to say this, that I have all the time I need to do all the things that matter. I have all the time I need to do all the things that matter. Let me shift my gaze up and focus on what matters. God revealed to me, revealed to the men and women listening to this call, revealed to us all what matters most right now. And let us rest in the knowing. I rest in the knowing that God is working with me and for me, that time, money, energy are working with me and for me. And I trust in the knowing that God is always moving behind the scenes, orchestrating things in perfect order by divine will. My friends, thank you for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please take a minute right now, leave a five-star review or share this with someone else who needs to hear this message. As always, I appreciate you. I thank you for being here. Here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.